Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on from the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college hoops do it all day, college football, we know who's number one, understand, on the phones, you know we get it done, so call in 718-664-9098 and we'll give you more, talking sports, uh, yes we do, talking sports, uh. It's for you, Ray and Tay, and we spit it every day, and we're talking sports. Give us a call, okay? Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and we finally hit April. Hope you guys have had a great Easter and Passover. The holidays are done, and now it's the one shining moment holiday, the College Basketball National Championship Preview Show. We'll explain how we got there. Michigan against Villanova. Ray, let's take it back. Tell me what you thought with basically Mo Moritz, let's call it Wagner, 24-15, 24-15, taking over the game, and Michigan taking down Sister Jean and Loyola of Chicago in a, in a fairly entertaining game with spurts and stuff. What did you think? What happened? Well, I think that Michigan is just deeper and a little bit more talented. Uh, that size of theirs helped. Noel Wagner, I think, had, what, 14-15 boards. They were hitting their threes, and through three quarters of the game, you thought this could happen. Loyola Chicago can actually do this. But I think they had a stretch there of six straight turnovers. And not only can't you not – I mean, you, you got to put the ball up. I mean, it's okay if you miss, but you can't turn it over six straight times. And I think that took the air out of their sails because they were up nine at the half, I think it was, and then eventually just ch- – they Like took a 15 run, I think. Yeah, those turnovers just kill you. So, look, I think that they play similar games, and Michigan's a little bigger, a little more athletic, and just a little bit better, more talented. But hats off to these Loyola Chicago. They're not a fluke Final Four team. They're a really good team. In fact, a lot of people had them as their sleeper winning a game or two. Well, guess what? If you win a game or two, you're in the Sweet 16, and then you enter the new tournament, and then I've got to win two more games, and you're in the Final Four. So kudos to them going 4-1 and one in this tournament. And they're talented. They're not just some guys from the Y who got lucky or hit a lot of threes. I mean, these guys can actually play. Oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, Ingram and, and the Cameron Cameron kid, they, they really they, – they play good. They have heart. And I think you said it, Michigan just – withstood their runs, and then once they put the clamps down and then Michigan was hitting the shots. You know what? People forget uh, Matthews, you know, Charles Matthews. He's a transfer from Kentucky. This team, Michigan, has got talent, you know. I mean, Wagner is a stud. Matthews, you got Peel. You, you got a bunch of guys in this team that, uh, you know, and one thing I will say about Michigan, and this is what I thought when we had predicted it, that, their defense is really good. They they switch, they rotate, they, they, everybody can move their feet. 
And I think that's going to set up for a pretty decent championship game. So going to the three, taking down the 11, and then the battle of the number ones, Ray, I got to say, I mean, look, 95 to 79, ouch. It was an explosion. What did they hit? 15 threes um, from Brunson to Eric to the Deep Concenza. I mean, all of them. Uh, Michael Bridges, who might be a lottery pick, they just – they were too much posse. And look, Devontae Graham, 20, what, 23 points, had a pretty good game. It's just Villanova, Ray, too much posse. Did, did, did you feel like they were unbeatable? And did you see this 95-point explosion coming? No, not 95. They, re- they <laughs> led the nation in threes. They led the nation in offense. So you know they can score. You also know they're balanced. Let's put it this way. On that night, they're beating anybody. Yeah. Nobody's beating Villanova on a night where they're shooting 50% from threes. And anybody shooting 50% from threes wins the game. So that was a little unfair to the Kansas fans because there's nothing really you could have done. I mean, Newman was the man the game before. Devontae Graham was the man this game and they just fell short. They just had no chance, frankly. The way that Villanova was shooting, you thought at some point they would cool off. You say, all right, we can live with this. Because I kept saying to myself, that's funny. They're not going to keep making it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I kept saying to myself, Kansas is only down 12 with the other team shooting 60% from three. I said, you, you go to the locker room and you say, you know what? We're still in it because they're going to miss. They didn't miss. They just didn't miss. And it reminded me a little bit of 85. 85, they were a huge underdog, of course. But this is the thing about basketball in particular is that even though we take defense wins championships and rebounds and team defense and everything, a good unbelievable offense. offensive performance yeah, is unstoppable yeah. on any given game. On any given quarter, and you, on any you given think of Jordan against Portland, right? When he's hitting all those threes, and he t- turned to the NBC cameras, and he's like, "I, I can't explain it." You know, that's you're right. When you're on fire like that offensively, you just uh, it, it's beautiful to watch, right? Let me ask you this about tonight with the coaches. So, Jay Wright, um, John Beeline, you know, you got two good coaches. They each have just recently won a championship. Um, well, Michigan came in second. They uh, they lost to Louisville. Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. That, yeah Beeline has lost. Yeah. But if right, I mean, obviously, it, it, it's a little – I think both of them are on their way eventually to be Hall of Fame coaches. But for either one of them winning, it it puts them in a different level, right? Beyond Beeline, it will, it will solidify him as everyone knows, because he's been doing this with lesser talent, um, getting to another Final Four with, you know, I don't know if anybody, you know, maybe Wagner plays in the NBA, I don't know. But Villanova, Jay Wright, this gives him two. Not only does it give Jay Wright two, but it puts Villanova as a program in that rarefied air. Three national championships means you're up there with, 
the Carolinas and the Dukes and the I mean not Louisville. quite you're not quite up there, but right. Louisville yeah, Louisville's probably the best. Louisville, uh Indiana, Yukon. I mean you start to think these are some iconic programs, right? You're not yet UCLA, you're not yet Duke, you're not yet Carolina, but that next tier of constantly going to the final four and winning multiple championships. So like you said, Louisville, Yukon Indiana, you know, those are the teams that come yeah. to mind. That's that's impressive. I mean, that that really elevates the ACC. I mean, sorry, the Big East. It elevates Jay Wright. It elevates Villanova. And you're right. If Michigan, who has won a couple championships, uh, or at least one in '89, right, and then they lost back to back in '92, '93, that puts them back on the map as being hey, I think that one in five in the in the championship game, right? Or one in five in final four, something crazy. Because they lost to Duke and who was the they other lost one? To they Duke lost? Carolina. Yes, Duke Louisville, Carolina. Even though that Louisville. Louisville one was just stripped six months or a few months ago. But yeah, this is important though. I think it's important also for the Big Ten. You know, yeah. the Big Ten could really stand to use a national champion. Uh Michigan State for years has gone to the national championship. They won in 2000 with the Flintstones. Uh, but other than that, it's really been the Michigan State program. Obviously, Ohio State won, went that one year with um, Odin and Conley Jr. But at the yeah. end of the day, lots of Florida, yeah. Big Ten can use a little boost in the arm. And Michigan has been there now twice in the last five years, and they could they could really help their conference. Well, Villanova is favored by seven points, and the over/under is 145. I mean, I would take the over, and you know, we'll get to the spread. Let's start to break down the game, Ray. Um, you know, for me, the one thing I'll say, whether it's Brunson or Bridges or the different big men, your boy Simmons. I mean, they they have so many shooters, and we were talking about it being posse deep. But when you have a starting five and really seven, eight guys that can all kind of not just interchangeable, but they can, they're decent rebounding, but they can pass, they can shoot, they can dribble. Jay Wright's got a lot of talent and versatility and there's a brotherhood. There was a a play in the game. One of the guys, I forgot who was, fell on the ground. He saw like three or four of the other starters go over to him and pick him up. And it just, it's a little thing, but when you notice things like that, it stands out because it tells you that they love each other, they love playing with each other, and that's the sort of chemistry, the makeup of champions. You know what I mean? I think when I, I look at Michigan, I think, and I said it earlier, this is a team of destiny, you know, and I think that they've got something magical, but I just think the destiny meets, you know, determination and reality. And I think at the end of the day, if Wagner and, and Matthews and some of the other guys, if they can give you 10 plus threes, they're going to be in this, but they've got to keep Villanova. Think about what you're saying, though. <laughs> no, I, I know. <laughs> but, this is, but, you know what? Also, but this is, you know what this is? This is an indictment also that everyone's been talking about. It's going to be time after the season. I think the three-point line has got to be moved back at least to the Olympic or a little step in from the NBA, it's too easy, the college three-point line. And so I think whether it goes to NBA or to the Olympic, it's going to be moved back in the next year or two. I think everyone's starting to agree on that because it's making it just 
you know, just like the NBA, it's all a three-point shooting contest nowadays, right? You know, so it really is. And the funny thing is, both of these teams shoot it very well, or at least they're streaky. Villanova set a record a couple games ago for most threes in the tournament, most threes in a season. So the thing with teams that shoot threes, you almost say you got to live by the three, you die by the three. But the thing is, Villanova is so balanced. And Villanova's got so many players that can score in different ways other than threes, right? Of course, Jalen Brunson can penetrate. Your boy Michael Bridges, Mikhail Bridges is yeah. uh, a nice little slasher. This kid, DiVincenzo, is saying, they're saying is a pro and can uh, uh, put it on the ground, create his own You think shot. he's really a pro? Yeah, I, I, I battle with that. I don't yeah. know. Maybe he can. Maybe he can be. I mean, he's not a starter in the NBA, but can, can he right, have right, some right. size? He's got some athleticism. I mean, can he? Can he contribute? Can he be? An eight, Wait, nine, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something to warm your heart since we're talking college hoops, and we'll uh, get our picks in a second. Mikel Bridges is he a, a maybe a little bigger, a more offensive version of Stacy Augman? Plaster. I don't know. Ogden was such an athletic <laughs> specimen. I just wanted to throw it out there. You never that, know. That is nice. So that warmed my heart, though. That you UNLV, too. When we start talking about great teams and championships. Oh, yeah. 89, so, yeah, I'm gonna, 90, I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring first, Rex. I think Michigan battles, and I think they make this a way closer game than people think. But I think – Louis, Villanova doesn't cover the spread of seven, but I do think they get the over-under, and I think Villanova wins 176. I, I'm sorry, 76 <laughs> to 70. Villanova cuts down the net. Jay Wright gets two, and then next year he'll be joining uh, Mo Cheeks and Jason Kidd and, and Nash and the, and the guys, uh, Grant Hill, all of fame. Villanova wins the championship. What do you got, Ray? So also remember, Villanova shoots 78% from the free throw line. So they beat you every way. I think the game will be relatively close at halftime, and then I think Villanova just pulls away in the second half. And Michigan shoots desperation threes. Villanova gets rebound and gets fouled and just kills them on the free throw line. So I actually do think that they cover. And I'll say it's a high-scoring game. I think Villanova averages like 80 or 81 a game. So I'm going to say Villanova – 84, Michigan, 70. Ooh, a little pull away. You're pulling away, Ray. Second but we half, baby. And it's probably a little nostalgia. Shout out to 85. Shout out to the Big East. It's going to be a great game. Ray, we're about to, you know, run out of the NBA season. Every team's got five to six games left. The East is set. The West. I'll just ask you this real quick. Where's Nuggets. Kawhi Leonard? Right. My main man. It's, it's, it's over. It's over. And maybe he'll get traded to the Celtics or somewhere else, the Lakers. He's got oh, one year left. I don't think he's going to play with the Spurs next season on a contract oh. year. They're going to try to get something for him. I don't know what went sour. Maybe it's medical. Maybe it's something else. But it's, it's over with. I really believe that. But the Pelicans are basically, you know, 43 and 34, and you got the Nuggets at 42 and 35. The Clippers are right there, 41 and 36. The home stretch, five, six games left. Did the Pelicans get in? Nuggets get in? Clippers get in? Do we stay in the top eight in the West? The East is set. What about the West? 
who's going to make that last spot? I think the West is set from a from a who's in and who's out. Okay, so now, the Nuggets mind, don't think too, the Nuggets will get over the yeah, Pelicans. Keep, no, keep in mind too, there's only two games between the Spurs at four and the Pelicans at eight. Yeah. So no, I think Spurs could be four, five, six. Um, you know, Thunder. The thing that kills me is you get a four, five Spurs Thunder matchup in the first round. I mean, I'm sure either of those teams would rather play Portland or Utah than play themselves, play each other. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Anyway, listen, Friday, we'll be getting you back to the NBA. We'll touch on a little baseball. Yankees snowed out in the snow. How much snow you got in New York? Because it's 84 in Scottsdale, Ray. Oh, don't even talk to me about that. We've got about five or six inches in New York. Yankees snowed out. Mets snowed out. Everybody snowed out. Everybody snowed out. Wow. Well, that's all right. Everybody have a great sports week. Oh, we got to tip our caps. Notre Dame, the women, Ray, on a two buzzer beaters. They get it done. Um, that's how do you amazing. Say name? Um, uh, Marika. Marika. Oh, uh, I can't. I can't even. I can't. Yeah, even Marika. She's amazing. And she was tweeting with uh, Mamba Mentality with Kobe. That's awesome. They took down UConn and then they beat Mississippi State. Really, the women. Enrique. Enrique. But, but Ray, the, women, the women's tournament and maybe the women's Final Four has been, if we're being honest, has been better than the men, right? Well, you get two buzzer beaters like that, you can't beat that, right? And, and the drama, too. UConn goes 36-0. and Mississippi State's the defending champs. Notre Dame is the only team in the nation that well, really Well, South Carolina stands... defending champs. Mississippi State was in the championship game last year. That's right. Sorry. Mississippi State beat – no, it was the other way around. Uh, South Carolina and then Mississippi State. Anyway, so, but, but my point – yeah, yeah. So, so, but my point was that Notre Dame is the only team in the nation that really can look UConn in the eye and not back down. Now, other team can beat them, right, occasionally, but but UConn really does isn't scared. They're they don't walk on the court scared. They they go out there and they go head to head with UConn every time. I got to give Notre Dame a lot of credit. That that was impressive, and um, you know. We tip our hats to them. So enjoy it out there. Pretend that it's spring. <laughs> you eat those folks. Out here, we're hoping it doesn't get too hot too fast. But either way, have a great sports week. We'll catch you on the backside. Hey. Go Villanova. I'm rooting for Michigan, though, Ray.